Hello, listeners. This is David, the co-host of, as Clark would say, the soon-to-be-legendary Single Dad While You're Mad podcast. Uh, this week's episode is short and unfinished. And by unfinished, we mean the topic requires more discussion, which we intend to do soon. After our last conversation with Scotty, who is surviving Hurricane Baby Mama, we talked a bit about gender roles and co-parenting. Listen, and if you dare, comment. Here it is. Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad? So we are going to have a quick discussion on uh, masculinity and parenting and co-parenting. You know, I'm going to start by saying, right, um, I remember when we first discovered that uh, my um, son's mother was pregnant, right? And I remember saying to her, I'm going to pay these bills, and it is your fucking job to raise this kid. And I don't want to hear no fucking bullshit about it. (laughs) And you probably phrased it exactly like that, right? (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you the exact words I said to her. And I don't want to hear no fucking bullshit about it. I go out and pay these bills, you better raise this fucking kid. And when I said raise the kid, I mean raise the kid according to how I think the kid is supposed to be raised. I don't give a fuck what you think. Now, I've had time, you know, to fucking uh, regroup, right, with parenting and realize that a child needs the influence of both, right? And both their way, not your influence my way and my influence my way, but, you know, your way and my way. I've come to realize that, you know, since. Um, And I've also come to realize that, you know, uh, paying these bills shouldn't just be on me if you have the capacity to earn something. But, Scott, yeah. you said something on the last uh, episode that we just jumped off of. You said that you believe mom should have the kid more than dad. Tell me why you say that. Well, okay. So to clarify, I believe that I was referring to infancy when to, to, with an infant. That, that I think it's undeniable that a child, an infant, needs their mother more than a father. And I do remember you saying that word, it's undeniable. It's un- tell me why, or tell us why. So naturally speaking, uh, you know, the mother has, has a child inside of her for nine months and is, produces the, the milk to, a child doesn't need anything else other than breast milk and, and diapers you know, when, when they're born. But the, the mother is the provider, the mother is the nurturer. Um, the mother can provide that comfort level. Um, it, that, even just holding the, the child, you know, that she, she knows that this is, she's learning, that the infant's learning, that this is where my food comes from, this is where my love comes from. Um, it, I think that it's important at, at that age, if there's a father present and the father's going to be present forever, that in addition to that, that the child also spend some time with dad, holding her, nurturing her, if they're using bottles, which, you know, modern day, most, most, um, parents do use bottle feeding. We didn't, so I didn't get that opportunity. But it's important that the child learn at an early age that dad is also a provider and a nurturer and lover, but it's not necessary. It's just, it's not necessary, naturally speaking. But I think that it's important. And I I want to be, for my situation, the reality is that she and I are not together. We we were never in love. Um, We never will be together. And so well, the reality well, is, on, you were never in love. You don't know if she was in love, though, right? Fair point. 
Fair point. But the, but the reality is we are separated and our child's going to be raised and is being raised in two separate homes. And so the earlier that our child can learn that both parents are capable of raising her and providing the same love, support, and food and nurturing, it, the better, the earlier the better. But at the beginning, I, I will agree that it's not absolutely necessary. The father's not a breastfeeder. He's not the one that gave birth. He doesn't have that innate connection that that they had for nine months in the womb. Yeah. So, so it becomes, you know, to your point, it becomes learning how important. Well, actually, it becomes a transition of roles, and it becomes learning the importance of, of your father in, in your life as a provider. So, but in that initial that initial piece, or that initial segment of a baby's life, it's you know you're latching on to what you biologically need, and a dad is more of, of the cherry on top of the ice cream, whereas the ice cream is you know, that love and support and initial nine month bond. Um, but going back to David's first comments about the household, right? And, and, and what raising a, a child would be like. Did you expect her to have your martini by the door when you walked into? You're asking me? <laughs> I'm asking you. Like you, you laid down some madman shit right there. It was just like, <laughs> so the 1940s, like, listen, this is how it's going to work. Um, he, said, he asked you if you did in the past, not currently. Not currently. I mean, so, so, so. It's an evolution. Me, so, no, no. So, so that's a good question, Clark. That's a good question, right? Um, so I cook, right? Yeah. I do laundry, right? So no, I don't think I expected, you know, to have, uh, you know, a martini ready for me when I walked in the door. But um, if you're home all day, do something. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you'll hear a lot of pushback about like, you know, about gender roles and, and, and what it means to be a man or what it means to be a woman or, you know, what it used to mean and what it means now, right? And when I think about living with somebody, which scares the fuck out of me, like at this point in my life, I'm like, I'm, you know, and this is me speaking, you know, 2020, Clark, I want no part of it because figuring out that dynamic, figuring out that, you know, that back and forth of what is my role in my mind and in, in application versus what you think I should be doing. Like, it, it, it's like trying to figure out a fucking jigsaw puzzle with a blindfold on. Like, it, it's... But what is your position on it, Clark? How do you feel about it? Male, so, female, male and female gender roles. Male and female gender roles, I think it's, I think it's fluid. But I, I, what I always used to say to my, my ex-wife is a snake can't have two heads because it will starve trying to feed one belly, right? There are going to absolutely be situations where you know more than I do. You have more experience in, in those situations. You know, you have more skill in, in, a, in a given area than I do. And... While I know I am absolutely a prideful dude, I know enough and I'm logical enough to fall back, right? That said, a lot of the butting of heads that we would have is because of, you know, 
what she saw as a woman in terms of, you know, how her mother dealt with men and, you know, the dynamic of, oh, I'm a modern woman and, you know, nobody's going to tell me to shut up and or nobody's going to tell me, you know, not to speak my piece when I need to speak my piece and always needing to, to, to be heard or to always need to feel like she, she has input, she didn't have that ability to fall back in the same way. And I think that's a lot of the, the, the butting aheads. As I, I talk to modern women who are out, you know, earning degrees and making more equal or more money than their male counterparts, it's, yeah, you're leading in that way, but sometimes you got to fall back. So you don't feel personally, Clark, that um, that you are the head of the household. You remember when Nefertiti mentioned this? You know, it's really important that I don't I don't try to pretend that I know everything that's going on with in, with the father. You know, I lean on my ex husband ninety percent of my day to make sure that I am parenting to raise men. Right. Like that's something that I know that they were birthed through me, but I lean on their dad to help make sure that they're developing into strong, healthy men. Even though we're not together, I still lean on him as the head of our household. Right. He's the head of our family. Even if I have another man in my life, he is still the head of our household as far as our boys are concerned. My ex-husband, those are his sons, period. And he's very clear about that as well. You don't feel that on any level, the head of the household. I feel that in my household, when I was married, I was the head of the household, right? And I, what I felt was the difficulty was having to essentially reestablish that on a regular basis. Like, look, fall the fuck back. You don't, and, and even approaching it from a logical standpoint, go, okay, look, you don't have this body of knowledge. You don't have this skill set. So, but did you feel that way because you were a man? Or did you feel that way because you were the wage earner? Did you feel that way because, why did you feel that way? I felt that way for on multiple levels. I think there, there is something to be said about letting a man be a man. And that, that, that has become such, you know, you know, such an unpopular idea that the idea of, certain male traits and certain male behaviors are societal. Yeah, there are some that are. You know, there are some negative things about, about masculinity that are, that are societal. There are also things that are innate. There are also things that are, you know, in, in our codified DNA in, in, in terms of behavior. And, you know, we've talked about this on previous episodes, like, my, my ideas on, like, monogamy or, or my ideas on, you know, aggression and, and, and so forth. Like, or, our, or even the way we, we, we intake information. You know, like, we're, t- we're talking a little bit on the other episode, but it, it, like the idea of how men tend to be hyper-focused on one thing. You know, so, like, Scotty, you were talking about working and saying, okay, yeah, I, I, I can't really fuck with this relationship right now because I got eight jobs on some real Caribbean shit and all of them are falling apart. So, so Scotty, 
Do you feel that way, that on any level whatsoever, you are the head of the household? Um, and if, if so, why? No, I don't feel that way at all. I mean, uh, to play semantics, you know, I've got a two-bedroom home for my daughter and me. It's just me and her when, when she's here. So yeah, obviously I'm the head of this household with, with regards to my daughter. But um, in terms of the relationship that my daughter has with mom and me, um, no. And even if things were better, even if things were cohesive and compromising and um, coherent, um, no, I wouldn't feel that way. Um, I think, and I don't know if it's because of the way I was raised or because of the, the, the 70 different cultures that I've visited or, or my education, I have no idea why, but, um, and maybe part of the way I was raised, I actually now I think a little more, at a really young age, my father, I think I viewed him as the head of the household, but there was definitely a transition at some point during my childhood where there was an equal, you know, both parents were, 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 were equal. And um, I would never see it um, as being the head of the household. But with this sense of masculinity now, bring that into play with what you guys are talking about or asking about, um, you know, I, I do have a little bit of traditional masculinity left in me in, in, in a variety of ways, you know, from, because I'm, I'm a single dad, I'm, I'm single, I'm not even in a relationship right now. So all, from all the way down to going on a first date, who pays for dinner, to um, who, who's the first one to throw a football around or kick a soccer ball around with, with the child, boy or girl, you know, maybe that, that's a little bit more traditional. Um, but I, it's, it's more, it's, it's, I don't know if it's an expectation or it's just kind of there, you know, just kind of what you've fallen into. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset. Like, I mean, mom lives there and I live here. I am the only one working right now. She could be working. She's choosing not to, but she's got support from me and from her father. Um, And so, yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the way things are going. I, I, but my situation is not unique to the world but it's unique in that we're not together. And so I wish we could have more communication and um, I hope that it continues to improve so that we can discuss certain aspects of our child's development and upbringing so that, you know, maybe there will be certain things that she needs to handle and I need to handle. And if we can at least agree on that ahead of time instead of just falling it into place would be nice, but I don't think we're, we're there. So, uh, go ahead, Clark. No, you were saying, you were saying about dating. So talk about the idea of masculinity in, in, in dating. Have you ever, you've never split a bill with anybody. Have you ever, you, you have? Okay. I said See, first, I said first. first. But when you're, when you're in a relationship, that's a different story. Cause that's your basic. Yeah. There has to be given, there has to be. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. No, I'm saying the, so in a relationship, that's different. Um, but first dates, generally you're, you're, you're picking up the tab. You know, are you, are you one of those traditional guys opening the door, pulling out chairs kind of thing as well? Or? So now, no matter how I answer that, Clark, <laughs> you, know, you know what the audience is going to think. <laughs> they're going to they're, they're expect me to, or they're going to be like, why the fuck doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, of course I hold doors open. Um, I, I don't. I don't pull chairs out that often. Um, I do prefer to pay. And to be honest, I had a first date recently. And before the first date, we even had a discussion about who's paying. And I insisted. 
that that I pay. She know she knows that I just moved recently. She knows about she's a single mom. She knows about legal fees that I've been paying. She wanted to split the bill, and I said no. You know, let me please. If if that's how you feel down the road, if we keep dating, no problem. Let's split it or take turns or something. Let's let's feel that we're a partnership because that's what a relationship is and should be in my eyes. And she agreed. But on the first date, please let me pay. Okay. How about you, David? So you know my story, right? Um, I want to hear it. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm pursuing you. I'm inviting you out. I'm obviously going to pay. And in any relationship I've ever been in, I've always paid the majority of the time. I don't require anybody, um, you know, uh, to split anything with me. But, you know, there are times when I'm out with people and they offer because I do uh, the majority of the time. But, um, you know, I'll be honest and sit here and say, you know, from where I sit, you know, um, even though we argue and battle about it, um, I believe that I am the head of my household. I go into this thing as the head of my household, true or not, you know? And usually if we bump in heads, it's because, um, you know, I believe that something should be a certain way. And uh, this person, for whatever reason, is not on board with the program. Um, and they believe something different. And I believe that what they believe is just dumb. So, um, <laughs> and I let them know that. You know? Um, I'm, I'm different about the way I let them know it now, but I definitely let them know that, that you know, I just think it is dumb, whatever it is you, know, you, you, you think, however it is you think it should be. But, yeah, it, so it, so it, it begs the question, because you know, we talk about like, what's innate and what's learned. How do you think your dad, your relationship with your father? He was forever telling my mother that that shit was dumb, that she had some <laughs> idea or whatever, that shit, shit didn't make no goddamn sense. And she was forever pushing back. Right. But it was always, they had some secret meeting, some private meeting somewhere, and they came back and they had had a meeting of the mind or whatever it is. I don't know how they got to wherever it was, but my dad was like a man's man. He was little, you know, but he was a, he was a little, he was a little Sammy Davis motherfucker, but he was, <laughs> Tough as nails. That motherfucker was tough as nails. I mean, you know, he grew up, I mean, he was born in 1913. You know what I'm saying? When it was rough out this motherfucker. And he didn't give a fuck what nobody had to say. He drank, he smoked cigarettes, he smoked a pipe and cigars. And he didn't give a fuck what nobody had to say. But um, uh, I just want to talk, this, this is a, a really expanded conversation that I'd love to get into deeper. Um, but uh, uh, we're out of time. Um, and I just want to tell Scotty that I appreciate uh, you coming through and um, being as open um, as you were and uh, allowing me to challenge you. Because if I did not, I was going to get kicked in the ass. I'm telling you, man. It was <laughs> you could have been. You could have been harder. You I could have been harder. Been. All right. We know next time. <laughs> oh, but we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> All right, um, single dad, why you mad? Oh man. Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad?